What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing. With myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, folks. All right, folks. Despite the fact that I told (laughs) (laughs) a suicidal patient where the elevator was, Jason believes in pigmen, and Nick won't shut up about his parking spot right out front. This podcast- It's right out front. (laughs) Come on, give it to me. This podcast (laughs) continues to be sponsored by our godfathers over at Bits and Bits, who, by the way, were not able to get this hot- (laughs) We're not a- <laughs> You can't even finish You wrote this. Oh, I know. It writes itself. We're not able to get the hospital administrator to pay for the damage to the roof of their car, even though they weren't profiting from it that much. Now, when bits and bits... Uh... If there's not an astro-coded bits work better for circumcision joke in here, I'm going to be upset. Well, there kind of was, but I didn't know how to integrate that. Like, uh, you know casually or okay comfortably more like it now mm. <laughs> now when bits and bits aren't creating a race of mutant pig warriors they are hard at work making bits for routers and the cnc right here in the us of a where just because someone has a pink complexion and a nose like a pig doesn't mean they're necessarily a pig man now after bits and bits <laughs> makes them bits they grab a bucket of astro coating and tumble them in said coating, being careful that it doesn't spill on the carpet and get embedded deep, deep in the shag. And this Astro coating mm. has proven that this is a brisk, not a burlesque show. Well, there you go. There's just, nope. It gives nope. It gives circumcisions higher speeds and fi- <laughs> nope. <laughs> and extends <laughs> extends the life of them by up to three times. Now, Bits and Bits are also constantly coming out with new bits and expanding their tool menu. So go check out their new tools page on bitsbits.com and hashtag get brisk, baby. No, get, did you? Get bit, baby. There we go. Get bit, baby. (laughs) And don't forget, they also take the great American white side rider bits and circumcise them with their astro boating. So they Fully optimized in all of your routers, CNC, shaper origins, drill presses, Banto routers, Dremels, Vitamixes, or Burr coffee grinders. And finally, Bits and Bits is also an authorized Festool dealer. So go pick up a Festool router to house some of your new bits. Sorry, there's no discount on Festool items. It's just CNC, I'm sorry, router bits and CNC bits. And be sure to go check out all of Bits and Bits' offerings at bitsbits.com and use coupon code MORSELS15 to save 15% off your next order of router and CRC bits because every time you use that coupon code, my morsels get one step closer to not getting hit over the head and lying in the street like a bum, like a dog, like a mutt, like a mongrel, like an animal. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away, Jason. I need a LaCroix. That's such a... That's such a good episode. What does he say? What does he say at the end? <laughs> so he wasn't a pig no, man? No, that little mental, a metal mental patient. patient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, George, if the, <laughs> the pig man had a car, he'd give you a ride. How do you know? What if he had a two-seater? Come on, George. Be realistic. <laughs> oh. oh, Speaking of uh, George. Yeah. I like George. 
We got a new patron named Mark. <laughs> Great Don't segue. know how that fits in, but looking for a mm-hmm. segue. I like um, yeah, we got a new patron named Mark Sost. Oh, thanks, Mark. And we got a, another one named Nicholas Sabidra. I was Didn't just going to say that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Was it Nicholas? I don't know. Or what is it another Sabidra? Or maybe this is someone that they left and now they're back. I don't know. Maybe they couldn't take the fact that they no longer had access to the mm-hmm. after show. That's a possibility. Okay. And then we got Jake Coleman. He can just give money to anyone's patron. He comes from the Coleman fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Coleman coolers. So yeah. Coleman coolers. Great. Coleman campers. Yep. yep. Just don't let him walk down the street wearing only a bra. <laughs> oh, wait, that was... Oh, my goodness. Oh, Henry Candy Bars. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> then we got Jeff... Bukert. Yeah. yeah. I thought your mic cut out there yeah, while you ER. were thinking. <laughs> I well, think that was just his brain. ER, <laughs> that was my brain cut out. Um, well, because I thought I read it right, and then I saw the ERT, and I was like, you, Kurt. Okay. Uh, then we got Craig Rosenbaum. I'll bet Nathan he was circumcised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, do you know his what moil? What was your moil's name? Um, was it Shaky? Was his name Shaky <laughs> the moil? <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Richard. Did no, I say Nathan Schaefer? I did. Well, now you did. Okay. Craig Rosenbaum, Nathan Schaefer, Richard Swearingen. Dave Garcia, Caleb Chapman, Gavin Horton, and Peter Fromhoff. 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 And then we got one new top-tier patron, and that, yep, and that is Brendan Caulfield. All right, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. And then, of course, we got a bunch of returning top-tier patrons, We'll shout those out towards the end of the show here. But, um, you know, just want to thank all you guys for being patrons. If you're not a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast. You sign up and then you get a whole extra show after this show in the form of the after show. Yeah. Where you can ask questions and we'll answer them and all Ooh, that. Oh, I can stuff. ask a question. So, I can answer it. Yeah. And I, I can say the after show for this episode is going to be a long one. We got a, oh, boy. We got a lot of questions. Well, it can't be too long because Keith's got to fly out here on yeah. Sunday. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I got a hard out at Sunday yeah. at eight o'clock. Yeah, holy cow, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> I told you, yeah. but there's going to be a few. But I'm a little disappointed because I don't see one there from Eric Spensley, who always gives there us. There is one. There Design is? Co. Isn't there one? No, I don't see one. He always gives us a nice um, oh. hypothetical. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna have to double check on that then. All right, I'll look. I got. Well, I got one for you guys, a hypothetical, in lieu of, you know, Eric Spensley not putting one out there. I was thinking about this the other day. Would you rather... <laughs> Trademark oh pending. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. John. <laughs> Lincoln Street. Would you rather eat a moldy, like really moldy, rotting ham sandwich? You got to eat the entire thing. Full ham sandwich. Ooh. Or... Do a line of cocaine. <laughs> Wait. <gasps> mm. It's a tough one. It's harder than you think. I asked my wife this fully expecting that she would say ham sandwich. 
And she struggled on it. And my wife is like the cleanest by the book <laughs> woman you're ever going to meet. Um, but she also hates food poisoning. She said food poisoning a couple times. And so she really wrestled with this one. Oh, man. I would probably go with the ham sandwich because I always carry a bottle of Epicac just in case. <laughs> so <laughs> You have that on hand? If it started to go a little south, then I could make it come north. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's a tough one. Something to think Something about. To think you, about. <laughs> you don't have to answer. <laughs> yeah, really. I just, in case you're ever in that situation. But for everyone listening, honestly, put yourself in that position and think about it. The ham sandwich pretty much guaranteed food poisoning. You're going to feel horrible for at least 24 to 48 hours. Uh, yeah, at a minimum. I think the cocaine. You're going to feel good for 24 to 48 hours. Or possible addiction, and maybe it'll ruin the rest of your life. You never know. <laughs> Jail time. I think mm-hmm. you might have your kids taken away. I mean, hmm. I think the hardest part would be that ham sandwich, like the first bite, but then knowing that you have to finish the whole thing and the flavor uh-huh. oh, involved yeah. there. I mean, yeah. how big of a line are we talking? Not that I have anything to compare it to. <laughs> I have no frame of reference here. I don't. I don't know what a standard line okay. is. Like, are we millimeter? Are we in metric um, here? So, like, a millimeter. Yeah, maybe we should save the the line of cocaine discussion right. for the after show. <laughs> That's, that sounds like more of an after show kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick, you look you look right. like really weird, like with your like you look like you just perfectly shaved your head, so you're white and you have perfectly black background, no lights I, on. Yeah, mm. I did. I I just shaved my head today because tomorrow we head for the beach. Mm, the beach. So I want to get that <laughs> that that perfect uh, skull burn. That's my idea. Oh yeah. Woo. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I got mm. sunburnt this week. It's those days that like they creep up on you. It's kind of overcast, but it's still a little warm. You don't even think about it, and you're outside all day, and then boom. Yeah, those are the days that are are the doctors even say like. <laughs> Just because you don't feel like it's going to be a lot of sun, you're going to get a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> but luckily... That's what they say. That's what they tell me. <laughs> luckily, the back of my neck doesn't burn that bad because there's a ton of pretty dark moles on the back of my neck, and they usually guard mm, my neck from the sun. Dark moles. <laughs> oh, you mean those yeah. ones from the sun exposure? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Those hematomas. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not the right yeah. word. Melanomas. Melanomas. Melatonins. <laughs> Melatonins. No, that's not right. Nope. right. Starts with an M, though. Well, <laughs> what is um, what is new with you guys other than sun exposure and illicit drugs? <laughs> KJ, I saw you uh, you dug up some footage from like 1999. So yeah, from my iPhone like 10, I think. That's incredible. It still looks all right, right? Like it still looks. Yeah. Like- I, wh- I literally couldn't tell any different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that I knew you weren't in the same shop, I, right. I could say, no, that doesn't look the same. But, like, quality wasn't a whole lot It wasn't a whole worse. lot different. <laughs> a whole lot worse. I mean... <laughs> where, where did you post oh, this YouTube. On YouTube. My uh, walnut oh. table thing. like a Dining trestle. I don't know if it's a trestle or a pedestal or a, a trestle pedestal. It's a pedestal trestle. Yeah. Well, I just have a, to say that <laughs> I watched your built-in video and I watched the first part of your mudroom video 
but you've started posting so many videos so frequently. I can't I watch them all. This oh must gosh. be this must be how my yeah. subscribers. Apparently, feel. this is exactly. Yeah, apparently everyone else can't either because those last two, like they start off coming out of the out of the barn with a bolt full of st- or a head full of steam, and then uh, they fall right off a cliff. But oh, that's, that's okay. That's a shame. It's okay. I'm you know I'm still trying to get my feet wet again, or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get back in the mm. game. But uh, yeah, so that came out. Yeah, it was footage from my old shop, and I, I had been kind of piecing it together here in my spare time, just waiting for the to finish it, and then I finally did. And so, wait a second, your old shop. So that was how many I built years this ago? In 2018. Yeah, 2018. So four years mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> and I bought. <laughs> so you filmed a YouTube video four years ago, but have just now got around to editing it and posting it on YouTube. I may need to start oh, yeah. outsourcing. Wow. How many videos do you think you have right now? If you could just sit down, not build, and just edit videos, how many videos could you well, put out? The problem is none of, <laughs> none of the projects are finished. So <laughs> I could have a lot of cliffhangers, a lot of part ones. Ah. Oh. Man, you're living my dream. I was telling Craig the other day, it is my dream to have like eight videos on hand in the bank that are like I could edit and Mm. put out that I don't have to build like already finished projects. That would be awesome because then I wouldn't be stressed out every week. What am I going to build? Stop putting out videos every week and then you can start banking. But it's like <laughs> an addiction now. I can't yeah. not do it. Yeah, I get you it. You get in this groove and then it feels wrong if you don't do it. No, I get it because after, like, I'm not going to be able to put one out next week because I'm going to be uh, out in your shop. And the following week, I won't have what I'm working on now finished to make a video. So, yeah, no, I get the bug. I understand it. I just yeah. don't know how long, how sustainable it is for me like you because you're so efficient at it now. Building something quickly well, and editing. All quickly. you gotta, all you gotta do is lower your standards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, true. basically, go into it the way my wife went into marriage. If you just lower your standards, <laughs> it'll happen. Or of small. I saw your uh, your engagement photo. I had no idea you had a nose ring. Oh Jason. my Dude. gosh, I saw that That's, too. That was the worst. What do you mean the worst? It, it was, was the best. You know, it was <laughs> the best worst. <laughs> you know how I got rid of that nose ring? Yeah, you, you pulled it out. Some, <laughs> well, okay. The bull came and repossessed it. <laughs> so it was right after we got married, and I was going in for a job interview at Applebee's. No, that's right. That's right. Your manager position. And That's I right. was walking up to no the... No nose rings at the bees. Exactly. I was walking up to the door, and I realized I still had my nose ring in. And I was like, dang, that's like interview 101. You can't have facial piercings for an interview. <laughs> and so I took it out, and then all of a sudden I realized, I don't have any pockets on these pants that are they're like dress pants. Were you like wearing women's sewn, slacks? Well, yeah, like, they had like, like the, the fake sewn-in pockets where it's like, some, some it looks like pockets, but they're not really there. <laughs> So I was like, I don't have any place to put this nose ring. And so I like made sure it was nice and clean. And then I just stuck it in my mouth. What? And it, what? <laughs> well, because I thought like, I'll just keep it like in my cheek, like a little nose ring. 
like Copenhagen. A, I like don't know. a skull bandit. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the interview, I'll just take it out. You know, like you just hold it in there. No one's going to know. And then halfway through the interview, I swallowed it. And then you, oh and my then you pooped it out. Well, I didn't get it back. I didn't look for it after that. Mm, you didn't take a metal so. detector to the toilet. <laughs> no. And then I was like, that's as good enough a reason as any to get rid of my nose ring. And then I never put it back in. Wow. So. Wow. And I didn't realize you were married that young. You guys yeah, were when you, I was n- 19. You, you guys were just kids. Wow. I know. I can't so. even imagine. Well, I got Kara pregnant with Ivor and we had to get married. <laughs> no? well, somebody did. Oh, that's a funnier that's a funnier joke than most people will even know. Yeah. Uh, just joking. Um yeah. So fifteen years. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Congratulations. We got our tenth this yep. year. But we're a lot How about but we're it? a lot older. I'm on six, 16 this year. Wow. Well, we're just time a flies. Bunch of married men. Yeah. How do we even get on this topic? Your nose ring. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I was telling Keith to lower his standards oh, if right. he wants to get videos out faster. That's that right. Was a... That's true. I'm making a note of that right now. I'm writing that down. Low, lower your standards. Yep. It is true, though. If you can lower your standards, and all it is is just to speed up your editing time. I think if I could come up with projects yeah. that aren't as comp or, you know, as intensive, labor intensive, but, you know, I don't well, know. Well, this no. week I'm putting out a 40 minute video. Mm-hmm. I edited wow. it from five hours down to 40 minutes in, it took me three hours to edit it and it took me about an hour to voice it over. I mean, see that, uh, but normally I'm starting with like 14 hours of footage. But see, that's where you got to <laughs> learn that you don't need a half an hour of everything. You need like yeah. a minute max of each step. But I feel like a lot of the steps, like because they're they're more in depth, so there's a lot more in depth steps. So you got to do each one. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just you're right. It's a totally different world. But if I'm doing a, like a commission build, like I can't skimp on that. Yeah. To do the video. No, 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 no. I'm not saying skimp on the quality of your pieces. Well, I kind of am on some things, but <laughs> um, I'm saying the quality of like your filming. Like it's a how YouTube much you video. Show. Yeah. I how see. much you show, how much you put into it, like how anal you are about your voiceovers or your music or like your cuts being perfect or everything. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think people care as much about that as just like seeing what you're up to. Yeah. No, I've definitely. Right. Um, taking your advice on that as far as I've, I've gotten a lot better at from the uh, the first cut you know when when you put everything in the timeline and then just start hacking it up i've gotten a lot better at that yeah it kind of just being a, a butcher with that um yeah because like not <laughs> just because you think it's important doesn't mean other people will think it's important is it no. really necessary no right so yeah yeah, yeah you, you can't you can't be married to your own you gotta content. let it go man just let it go, go, baby. <laughs> let it go. So, yeah. yeah, I'm getting a little better at that. And the music, I just use the same songs all the time, so that's really not Yeah, me thing. too. It used to take me forever to add music. That was probably the thing that took the longest, like longer than editing. Because I would like find new songs every single video. Mm-hmm. I haven't downloaded new music for probably a year. It's the same, <laughs> same 10 songs mm-hmm. that are just on my iPad. 
Nobody's listening to the music. No, it's turned down so stinking low, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, I'd love no. for it to be like cinematic and have it chime to the mood of the whatever, but it's... I, I, mm. I, well, let me tell you, nobody cares about that all right. at all. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Because anytime I try to do anything cinematic, no one no one cares. No. no. You're right. It doesn't matter. That's why yeah. I still film no on the iPhone, because it doesn't matter. Does not. Right. No, it doesn't. In fact, I put out a video uh, this morning, and I oh, shot I it in. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I forgot the table video. In like, yeah, I shot it in two afternoons, and I voiced it over in like ten minutes because the video is only like six minutes. <laughs> I did it in real time. I, I literally took a page out of Jason's book and just sat down and watched the video once. Mm-hmm. Kind of got like my thoughts, and then just voiced it over and just talked. Like I didn't even like think about. I didn't write. I wrote nothing down. Yep. That's the way to I do it, man. Said, the only thing you got to change is you don't watch the video once before. Why? You just sit down but, and watch it and talk at the same time. It's way better that way. Uh, maybe so. But aren't you? But I didn't know what I didn't. Could, I couldn't remember what was coming next, like in my edit. So uh, I would be talking and then be like, oh. Now this is happening. Yeah, yeah but if you listen to felt, some of my voiceovers, I'll do that in me. my voiceover. Oh, I'll really? be like, and then we, oh, no, wait, we don't do that yet. And then I'll just say <laughs> what we did because I'm literally just watching it and talking. But aren't <laughs> so. you, all right, so you, are you, because uh, I think this is good info for people. Maybe it's not, but uh, so are you, you're editing down to what you feel is a good edit, whether it's 30 to 40 minutes and then. That's it. That's your that's your video, and I'm going to voice over to exactly that time. I'm not going to adjust any clips longer or shorter based on my voiceover. No, I I mean, it's pretty close to, like, my thing, because I have this bad habit of, like, if I don't edit it down to where I think it's the right length, when I start doing the voiceover, I will just keep talking and talking to fill up whatever space yeah, is there. Right. Um, but there are definitely times where I'm doing the voiceover, and... I realized like, man, I've got a 45 second clip of me doing the exact same thing. I don't need this long. And so I'll adjust it a little bit as I go. But I tried to pretty much edit it all down before I start voicing over because I just want to be able to sit down and do the voiceover and not have to fuss on it after that point. Yeah. Right. I just find that sometimes <clears throat> when I do that, then there are clips that aren't. I need to explain things a lot more than how long the clip is. So I have to go in and lengthen that clip or whatever so i can explain oh, yeah. everything and then it gets then i'm just in this battle the whole rest of the way this is too long this is too short i didn't say enough i need to say more so but i'll get better okay. well that's where i'll just like sometimes i'll speed a clip up to like shorten it down or sometimes i'll slow a clip down to like give myself a little <laughs> bit more time well yeah because even if you just slow it like you just slow it enough that it's not really noticeable but it does give you a few more seconds to like you know say whatever you want to say yep no that's a good tip yeah. but really the bottom line is just lowering your standards mm. <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's honestly it sounds not that i'm being lazy about it but that's what it comes down to because your standards are innately higher than anybody else's that's watching it absolutely and so you're basically trying to bring your standards down to what everybody else's standards already is so you're not disappointing anybody in doing that you're meeting them where they're at you're just freeing yourself up to have a lot more time to do other stuff right yeah 
Yeah, I think KJ, you you might get stuck in the weeds because you seem so much more like a teacher that needs to explain everything exactly how you're doing it. Whereas YouTube, they want to know that to an extent, but they also want to be entertained mm -hmm. to where they're like everything is still moving. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're you know casting a wide net to so many people on YouTube that may not be in the shop at all but they want to watch see what you're doing so like if you skip over you know something that's not necessarily you know hugely important to the project what like 99 percent of people won't care mm -hmm. so just gloss over the stuff and keep moving so well, I, just, I remember i used to show every step in every project to the point where i would show all right i'm starting with rough wood i show my entire milling process yeah and so yeah. i would show my entire think, do milling. you show that anymore at all i do but it's it's it went from like four minutes to 20 seconds if that <laughs> it used yeah. to be long shots of me running everything through the table saw and the joiner and the planer and the chop saw and now i'm just saying i joined i planed a it's just a really quick yeah. clip just so people know that i did it yeah no, that's, that's, that's true. Like you don't have to go over that process every time. I guess my goal, right. like when I'm making these is to, and it's probably the wrong goal is to eliminate as many questions as possible. But I guess the more questions you have, the more engagement you have. Which yeah, exactly. Your if video you out. answer everybody's questions, then it's going to cut down your engagement. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Good point. I'll do better guys. I'll do better. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're know. doing bad at all. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, these I'm are all, saying this in the all... way that I feel like you, I could see where you stress yourself out more than you need to. I want your life to be more relaxed and easy and Well, these, gum, these gummies are going to help right here. These yeah. Guys, these guys are going to help. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> no, that's, uh, it's true. Good, good advice, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wow. So Nick, wow. your video, like, yeah, I didn't even know. I actually, I saw it come across my screen, but I was, we'll get into what I was doing all day today. But so where you, uh, you took some red oak. Yeah. And you turned it into everybody's favorite walnut. Yes, no, I did. White oak. Sapili. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be a hard transformation. It's in the <laughs> no, red not, family. It wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just make it a little bit darker. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I. I figured out how to make red oak desirable. <laughs> that is a hard feat. Yeah. What did what color of Ruby Monaco did you put on it? <laughs> so I went well initially I took the red oak and I put the pre-color easy mint white. So that's got a little bit of green and that white. So it's um it's just enough to cancel out that red. But it's it's still kind of pink when you put that uh, the mint white on. Mm. So I went with cotton white on top of that to kind of give it more of that white, and it it really does look. I mean, I've seen white oak with cotton white on it, and it looks so similar to it now. Yeah, I think the <clears> only <throat> thing it could have benefited from it, or could have benefited from more green, and probably if I used that cotton or no no, no the uh, corn silk. Yeah. Which has a little bit more green in it. Corn uh, silk is basically cotton white with green in it. I right. Think. Interesting. So, so if I had used that as the top oil, 
I think that would have made it like almost neutral looking just like white oak. Hmm. Yeah. But there's still just a little bit of pink in it. And you're never going to get rid of all of that because all of our floors in our house are red oak. And when we refinished them, I mean, I didn't want to pay to redo the flooring, even though I don't love red oak. So I was trying to figure out what to put on them to make them look less like red oak. And I experimented with probably 20 different Rubio shades and variations. And finally, I settled on the corn silk because it just looked the least like red oak. It's still in the right light, has a little pink here or there. And I... yeah. There's just some pieces that there's so much red and pink going on. You're not going to mask it, but. So on your floors, though, you <clears> only <throat> did oil plus TC. You didn't do any pre-color? Nope. Just the corn silk. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm, I wondered, though, if. So I'm, I still have the insert from that table that I made. And I'm going to do a little like half and half experiment. I'm going to put the mint white pre-color over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But do half of it cotton white and then half of it corn silk. Do you know what you should just do? Just how much more it cancels it. Is you should try this. Wouldn't be a Rubio thing, but who was I watching the other day? I think it was um, Pneumatic Attic posted a story or something where yeah. she was using like hair products to bleach wood. Yeah, hmm. yeah, bleaching red oak. You can do that, and it kind of it kind of cancels out that red, but it it more or less like whitens the whole piece. Yeah, versus just you know. Because you probably lose part. some of the variation now at that a point. little bit. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it it would probably look a little bit more <clears throat> like white oak if you actually bleached red, to where it just softened all of the that pink. Yeah, mm. but I mean, if you if you look on the color wheel, green is the opposite of red. So sure. if you add red, it neutralizes it to make it more like n- no color. So, I mean. You add a little bit more green, it should take out the pink. But I guess it's it's really going to depend on how red your red oak is, because some some of it's like real real dark, and some I've run across it's yeah, a little yeah. bit lighter. Well, and I would imagine you if you add too much green, you're going to run into this problem where the lighter grain in the white oak or in the red oak is going to start looking. It's going to look a little more green, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's probably a mix mix of both. And it's weird because, like, my wife was was talking about it um, with me. She said that women um, do this all the time with their makeup. Like, when they have blotchy skin issues with red, you know, red splotchy face stuff, they add green. They put Rubio mm-hmm. green, mint green Yeah, they Yeah, they, they use, yeah, no, they use corn silk. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was like, women are way ahead of us. Oh yeah, <laughs> on making red oak, white oak. <laughs> Maybelline is way ahead of us. Yeah, maybe she use that. Yeah, oil of Olay. Nick, how surprised were you when you were cutting out that center circle and it actually just like fell right through? I could see the look on your face, I, like, oh, I wasn't, I, I expecting wasn't, that. I wasn't expecting that. No. <laughs> so when I, uh, I made that last cut and I, I, it hit the floor and I like kind of jumped and I was, I was like, do I look at the camera? Yeah. No. no. I was hoping no, it didn't land on your foot the, with your yeah, Crocs on. Don't look at the camera. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually did have my Crocs on. <laughs> your steel toe Crocs. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, yeah. Break a toe. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Because then right after that, I was like, oh, now I need to remember. It's a climb cut. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I always forget that when I'm cutting the interior of a yep. circle. 
when I was doing that bourbon moth sign, I cut the outside and I just wanted to cut like a ring for the outer portion of the sign. So I did the outside cut and then I shrunk in my little jig to do yeah. the inside. Totally started going in the <laughs> wrong direction. And it did a full circle because I was only doing a tiny little cut through quarter inch and it just went the whole circle. Yeah. You said you caught it on the backside. Yeah, I caught it coming around the other side. It just went <laughs> shoom, <laughs> shot, right by my head. Shot all the way around. Whoops. Mm. Yep. Mm. Hey, Look speaking of uh, oak, so Keith is coming out to my shop on Sunday and we're going to build the world's largest built in <laughs> cabinet mm-hmm. out of oak <laughs> of all time. Well, I'm getting to that part. It's, uh, okay. <laughs> I think I've said it's 14 feet by like 20 some feet tall. It's going to be crazy. But originally, the design I was going to do, it's going to have a lower cabinet of drawers with a countertop and then the upper cabinets are going to sit on top of that set back a little bit and it's all going to be painted and so i was going to do the countertop at a one inch mdf because it's all going to be painted and it'd be nice and thick and i ordered it i got all the wood in today but then i was sitting on the couch thinking about it and i i changed my mind so now we're going to do a six or a 14 foot long white oak slab on top of that lower cabinet <laughs> oh my white oak slab what do you well not like a not like a full like slab but we're gonna glue up like a a white oak top to sit on top of that okay oh so i had to order because it's 14 feet one inch i had to order 16 foot length. oh my goodness Need the board stretcher exactly so that's I a got, tree i got three 16 foot <laughs> Pieces of white oak we're going to have to wrestle into a, a top for this thing. So that'll be fun. Across the joiner. <laughs> no dominoes allowed. Well, no. they did straight line them for me. We'll oh, just okay. have to see oh, wow. how oh. accurate their straight lining was. Hopefully it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah. Let's clean it up with a hand plane. The guy running it had one eye. <laughs> yeah. So that'll huh? be a good time. I had, <laughs> I had all the wood delivered for this built-in today. It was 10 sheets of three-quarter inch ply, 12 sheets of half-inch Baltic birch. Oh, my goodness. Four sheets of quarter-inch Baltic birch, a zillion board feet of poplar. (laughs) I mean, and I had no place to put it, so I literally, it's just sitting on the floor in my shop. We're going to be walking around it for a little bit until we get everything cut up. Oh, boy. Good times. And we only have to build 18 drawer boxes and 18 <laughs> shaker style drawer faces. What? How are we doing those drawer boxes? Pocketables? We're just going to glue and tack them together. Oh. Okay. oh. Quick and dirty. Yeah. S- still very sturdy. Out of the Baltic, <laughs> out of the Baltic birch? Quick and dirty sturdy. Yeah. We're well, not going to miter have them enough, all? No, we should have enough offcuts of all that Baltic birch that we're using for the back panels of the cabinets, we probably have enough in the offcuts to make all the drawer boxes. We'll see. You have 18 sets of drawer slides? Yeah, but they're <laughs> knockoff, uh, knockoff blooms. So we'll they're have blooms. Blooms. They're plums. They're blooms. But this blooms. is a different, it's a different <laughs> knockoff okay. than the last knockoffs I used. So hopefully these ones are better. And <clears throat> we're doing inset, but they're like a fake inset, like the way you did your built-in. Yep. So it'll look inset, but it's really sitting on the face. So that should help a little bit. And every single drawer is the exact same size, all 18. Batch so, them out. 
we'll be able to get a little assembly line going and just go to town. And I got a drum sander, so once we get them all glued up, we'll send them all through the drum sander. Mm. Nice and easy. What uh, what was your joinery for the drawer fronts? We'll do, you know, mortise and tenon, like a true shaker hand style. Cut, hand cut mortise and tenon? <laughs> no, I mean, I know you don't, when you do those, don't you do it on the router table? I've done them both ways. I've done them on the table saw. Yeah, I usually do stack. it on the, the table saw. Because once you get everything set right, it's so easy to just mm-hmm. zip everything through there. So I usually yeah. do it on the table saw. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know if you wanted to domo, domino them all. We could do it that way too and then just rabbit out the back. Is that what you're thinking? Um, yeah, see, that's a problem. Because if you so. domino them, then you got that exposed yeah. groove on the top. That's yep. why I like the true mortise antenna. Yeah, we'll it, stick with that, with the stub. T- yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's best. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We'll get it done. It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. When is that happening? When are you flying out? Sunday. Two two more come? two more sleeps. In, yep. Two sleeps. Two sleeps oh, away. He flies, he flies into Portland at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my time, which means that's what like <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. three a.m. two thirty a.m. your time. But Chinese. the good yeah. news is you get to sleep in the next day because eight o'clock my time will be like eleven o'clock your time. Mm. Maybe I'll so. sleep on the plane. I'll take a gummy before I go. I'll get a little nap oh, on the plane. Man. Perfect. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, that was the only flight I could get you on that was a direct flight. Other than that, you would have been getting in probably just as late, but you would have been sitting in an airport somewhere for a couple yeah. hours. No, it works. Gives me the whole day then, too. I'm fine. So, all right. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I figure, you know how I like to schedule things out when we do these builds and keep everyone on track. I figure if we can have all of our cabinets installed on the wall and faced by Wednesday, that'll give us all day Thursday and Friday for just building drawer boxes and drawer faces. I thought you were going to say play golf. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to say. Well, if we can get them all done on Thursday, then we can go play golf. All right. So... There is that. There's that motivation. But Wednesday will probably be a slow day because the film crew... Actually, I think it's a pared-down film crew. I think it's just one camera guy that's going to be there Wednesday. But that always slows things down because they're in the way and bleh. Anyways. We'll figure it out. It'll be fun, man. It'll be a good time. It'll be stressful and we'll be tired, but it'll be a good time. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just boxes, so it's really just... It's just boxes. Mindless stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mindless. Yep. It'll be good. And I mean, people will see when the video comes out, but I'm designing this cabinet. I designed it in a way that I'm basically eliminating the need for a traditional face frame altogether. So everything, there's no face frame joinery, which I think will save a lot of time. Hmm. So. Okay. You'll see. You'll huh? see. It'll be a it'll surprise. Be it'll, it'll be a surprise to me. I've never built a cabinet like this, so it'll be a surprise. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't built anything that big. That tall, anyway. Yeah. It's going to be a record. <laughs> like it's going to be good. Oh, man. So what were Jason, you working on? Wait, go ahead. I was going to say, tell us about your green screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you like that? Isn't it yeah, pretty I, impressive that I can I do, do like that it. green screen effect on my $9 app? It makes me so angry. 
Well, last week, I think it was last week or the week before, I got a little notification that popped up that was like, you can now have access to this magic button. And I was like, ooh, what's that? (laughs) And it's basically like a picture in picture, but then you push the magic button and it cuts you out. And it worked okay, but it was pretty fuzzy around like the perimeter. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I need a green screen. That'll take this up a notch. And so I was building this clamp storage rack because pony sent me a ridiculous amount of clamps (laughs) and i had no place to put them and so i built this clamp storage rack which i honestly really like it turned out no it's cool it it, it worked really well yeah i do i will say i like the fact that you put the bourbon or whiskey (laughs) in the front and then the glue behind it's versus the other way around because i was gonna do it the opposite way and then (laughs) i was like no, no. Stay on brand. <laughs> the whiskey will look cooler on yeah. the front, but it's a weird thing because I filmed a video this week after doing that one, and I always was kind of isolated to filming in one corner of my shop because that was the only real manicured corner. But yeah. now when I'm at my work tables, I can film in that other direction, and it looks nice over there. So it's it's like I don't have to worry about where I'm pointing the camera anymore. It's nice. Yeah, that's wow. nice. It's so. a Hollywood set. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Coming along. So yeah, I put that green screen on the inside of the opening door thing and it works pretty good. I still think I need to paint a little box green that I can stand on when I'm in front of it. So it raises yeah, I to- me up a little bit. I told you you need to do that. <laughs> so you so you can do uh little Jason. Yeah. Right. Well I wanna start adding in some like <laughs> some like angel versus demon scenes you know with like an angel oh, yeah. on one shoulder and like the demon on the other shoulder and they're each trying to convince me to do different things <laughs> yep. i think that'd be fun i i did that in a video a while back i can't remember what that was for but that's always fun anytime yeah. you can make yourself really little yeah exactly <laughs> the, the the hard part is the timing yeah M- making sure that you can actually you know talk to your little self Well, what I really want to use it for is there's lots of times, like Keith was saying, it's hard to fit everything and all the steps you want to do in a video. And sometimes I'll forget to film something. And so it would be really nice if while I'm editing, if I realize I left something out, I can just pop myself up in there real quick and then explain to the camera like, yeah, that's not bad. I meant to put this in here, but I completely forgot, blah, 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 blah. And then like, go away. Yeah. Poof. And a puff of smoke. Poof. But guys, guess what I did this week? Uh, well, you probably already know because yeah. I sent you pictures. I was doing that for the sake of the listeners. Oh, okay. Don't, I built this I can't imagine. porch swing. And for the very first time ever in my life, I uh, I still don't know how to pronounce it. Barbecue. Barbecue. That's incorrect. Barbe- what, how do you say it? Yakazuki. <laughs> Okay. I Suzuki'd it. <laughs> and I wasn't originally planning to do this, so I built the entire thing out of Sapili because it was going to be outside, and I thought I'll just not finish it and let it gray out like I do everything else I put outside. But then I was like, man, I want it to be black to match the house. I didn't want to pre-color it with Rubio and then put it outside. So I got a torch, and that Sapili... It's crazy when you burn that. It's <laughs> it's not like cedar or other people have done like ash and stuff where it's still really it 
kind of burns the grain, but it doesn't burn the softwood as much. Yeah. Yeah. This, it's such a uniformed, even black. It looks like I did like the intense black pre-color easy from Rubio on there. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. And then I finished it with the Total Boat Halcyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Total Boat, baby. That stuff is so cool. It dries in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you spray Water-based, it? Water-based, didn't it? Yes. No, I just brushed it on. Oh. Yeah. And by the time I brushed it all once, I went back and did another coat. It was dry and ready to go. Wow. And yeah, that's good stuff. Burning it gave the wood like this cool texture. Looking at it, you would think that it's, you know, that engineered decking material that's the plastic wood. Yeah. It kind of, uh-huh. you would think it's that stuff almost. It gives it, with the Halcyon on there, it gives it a gloss. And then with the burning, it gives it this texture. I don't know. I like the way it turned out. It was fun. Did it flake at all or? When I burned it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, not really. I mean, it gets this kind of soft coating on the outside, but then yeah. I, wi- I wire brushed the oh, entire thing. Oh, you did thing. wire brush it. Okay. Yeah. And it removes all that softness yeah. back to the hardwood, but it's still Still it lightened black. it up a little bit, and I was like, dang, it's a little lighter than I want. But then as soon as I put the halcyon on it, it was black. Yeah, yeah. So. Wild. That's yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. It's wild. And what did you, you use for, you use uh, epoxy to glue everything, or is everything bolted? And everything's dominoed? bolted to, everything's bolted together. The one thing I would have changed is all, it's all half lapped and lag bolted together. And then all the slats are held on with stainless steel fasteners. The only half lap that's not bolted together is the front half lap on the armrest. And it's locked in place on the back, so it really can't come apart. So I put one screw on the front, just one stainless steel screw through that half lap to make sure it wouldn't ever pop apart. But when I heated it up with the torch, the half lap opened up just a little bit because there wasn't anything in there holding it together. Oh, but it's not. I mean, there's a gap there. It's not. Bad. Oh, wait a sec. Is this on the front right if you're sitting at it? Yep. Did you see that in the video? I saw it in the picture you sent. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. It opened up just on that front right side. The left side's not bad at all. That was fine. But as soon as the torch hit it, man, that wood just like. Whoop, just. <laughs> like I would do the can, same thing if you hit me with a torch. <laughs> you, can, you can watch it move. It's crazy. Oh, wild. Huh. Yeah. What do you use for the torch? Just like prop- propane or map gas yeah, or what? I just bought one of those uh, big torch attachments that you hook onto a, like a propane tank for a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Those things are crazy. Man, there's some heat uh, pumping out of those things. I can't believe you can buy those. <laughs> Don't they market those as like weed burners or something? Oh my God, like napalm? Yeah, they sold it at Home Depot in the welding section next to the, the, oh. bu- the butane torches. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know you what you would need that for. Screw it right into your propane tank, light it up, and... <laughs> <laughs> Engulf the neighborhood. Down. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> wow. The only pain was I had to char the frame of the bed or the frame of the porch swing first, and then I had to individually char each slat. So I got them all coated and then finished everything and then put it all together. So it took a while. 
Plus, it's a mess, man. Wire brush and all that stuff. Oh, was, it's got to be your hands must have been black. Oh, I was oh, filthy. Yuck. My hands were black. My boogers were black. It was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I hung it up right outside the shop door, so when you're out here, Keith, you can sit Ooh. on it and make fun of my gapped half lap all you want. <laughs> uh, I'll take my daily afternoon nap on there. I won't be seeing yeah. anything. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Always got something cooking. No pun intended. Well, what were <laughs> you doing in the shop? Working on that three-legged oh, table? Yeah, so, right, the giant walnut slab desk. I, um, the client wants on one end, like, a big wide leg, and then the other end, two legs. So, to get that big wide leg, it needs to be like four to four and a half inches thick by like 23, 22, 23 inches long. So, I didn't really have enough material to kind of get that thickness. And then someone sent me a post from Instagram, this guy, Bark and Burl, I think, that literally was doing the exact same shape that I wanted to do. And what he does, he basically created a, a thick sandwich. So, he had like eight quarter on the outsides and then like ribs on the inside or on the edges to make it, to give it that false thickness. Kind of like you do on a countertop where you glue on like that front edging on the bottom to give it the yeah. mm -hmm. inch and a half thickness, even though it's three quarters. So I, I did that and then I had to do the same thing with the leg. So a ton of glue ups, like gluing these things together and strips and like using every single pony clamp that I have. Um, so those are all in the clamps and done now. But today I had uh, my buddy Zach, Zach Detmore from Detmore Home Improvements, who came out to do the tile work on the fireplace mantle that I started no over way. a year ago. Get oh, you're out. kidding. You finally got that done? So we finally had picked a tile, number one, and then it took a little while to get in. And then it took a while for him with his schedule, you know, to come out and do just a, you know, he's a contractor and builder. He's like, just do a little tile job. So he came out today and <laughs> it's funny because he bought some backer board to put the tile on. And he's, I was like, oh, what is that stuff? He's like, oh, it's fiberglass. It's much more lightweight, easy to cut. And uh, we'll just, you know, the cut edge, we'll just spray paint black because it's like the firebox is black. I was like, oh, okay, great. And we, we cut one piece and bring it in. He's like, you know what? I don't know if this stuff's flammable or not. So it was like <laughs> looking on the website and it's like, it's this flammable product, but it's, it's within this distance of the firebox and 180, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, after 20 minutes of researching, we're like, you know what? Let's just go get some cement backer board at Lowe's. So we drove down to Lowe's and got some backer board, but we needed like an aluminum channel around the inside of the firebox that we could butt the backer board and the tile up to. And they didn't have any like for tile that was that tall or that. Uh, so we had to buy just like, you know, you buy that L aluminum channel in the metal section at uh, Lowe's yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then we spray painted it with high heat black and got the backer board in. And then we put that on, had to miter that around. And then he, you know, made a template for the tile because it's one by two herringbone tile like real small and it's got to go around a corner and all these. So he laid everything out nicey, nice. And then he, he tiled it up and he grouted it. And, uh, so now I got to finish the mantle. And as I was he was asked, does that mean you got to do the mantle now? Yeah. Which every, all the pieces are done. I just have to like now put it together. 
Um, but it was it was good because as he was building and there was like because I was helping him here and there, but I, I was filming it too. So as he was he didn't need me, I was editing the footage. So I was trying to stay ahead of the editing process there. But nice. the tile looks awesome. Like it really dresses up. I mean, anything would dress it up from what it was. Probably just makes like, those. <laughs> Painted squares next to it look real good. It really <laughs> makes the painted swatches <laughs> stand oh, out. The swatches really pop. Oh, now we really have to pick a color. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks great. He did a great job. And uh, yeah, if you guys go follow Zach Detmore one hundred and one, I think is this. Yeah, awesome guy. Um, been in the trade since he was like sixteen, so been a builder forever. Super knowledgeable, organizational freak. Super funny. So. It was great to have Sounds him. Sounds like uh, you guys are the be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was a good day. I had fun, um, and so I didn't get to work on the walnut slab bench desk thing at all. But I'll get more to that tomorrow. But I will be. So for the template for those legs, I drew it out kind of in Shaper 3D, and then sent it to Shaper Sean, who put it into the Shaper Origin software, and he sent me the file because I borrowed a Shaper Origin from. Um, well, I borrowed it from Derek from Malden, who borrowed it from Jimmy DeResta. So it's really DeResta's, I think. <laughs> so I'm going to be using the Shaper to cut out the template. It's probably a loaner from Shaper, so he probably borrowed well it from be. Shaper. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm the third degree of separation here. So yeah. Uh, so that's going to be cool. That So I'll be able to use the Shaper a little bit. and I'm going to cut the template for the actual shape, and then I'm going to cut the opposite of the template so the outside that way as i'm shaping the leg i can put it down over it like a hula hoop and check that i'm being consistent with how i shape the leg oh like a gauge yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. whether that'll work or not i don't know um so yeah i have a lot of i'm gonna be making a big mess when i come back for all these shaping and i'm gonna think i'm gonna use like a i have a little cut cuts all no not that big of a mess <laughs> I have a little power planer, like a handheld power planer, a Bosch. Yeah. So, and that has dust collection on it. So, meow, meow, I'm just going to cut. <laughs> I'll probably, like Jason suggested, the initial cuts on the table saw just to get like the most of the meat off and then mm. just start shaping mm -hmm. it with the planer. Why don't you get from bits and bits like a huge pattern routing bit with a bearing that's mounted right like at the bottom of the shaft not at the tip of the bit but what is that a top or a bottom here we go again. <laughs> top <laughs> the top then top well and then why don't you use the template that shaper sean gave you and do both ends as deep as you can go to get it perfect and then you and can then just, just work to that on both sides so you know exactly where you're going to yeah that's a good idea wow all right so i'll make my initial cuts on the table so i to clear the waste and then use the template and uh -huh. yeah because then at least you're perfect the on the top bit. and bottom and you just got to work to it Damn, yeah you he'd use that gigantic that gigantic uh pattern bit that bits oh, and yeah. bits offers yeah it's, i wish those were longer it's only what an, an inch long yeah it's only an inch yeah i use that on the table i i cut out for the circle but yeah no that'd be perfect for that but that'll work yeah because i think any other bits that are longer than that are either pattern and template bits meaning they have a bearing top and bottom or well, don't you have one that you can remove the bottom bearing yeah but that's was my next point is it they don't have any spiral bits longer than like one inch uh, that are pattern oh. bits they're two flute or whatever three flute yeah yeah not that it matters 
But Whoa. yeah, I mean, I only need to go down an inch, like you're saying. And then I could still then take the template off and use what I just carved as my template to go a little as far down with the bit as I can, as far yeah. Um, yeah. as the bit That's will true. extend. That is, that is exactly what most guitar makers do for their necks. They'll mm. carve out the top of the neck and the base of the neck and then meet the two. Oh, okay. So they like use a rasp, but I mean, you yeah. obviously wouldn't want to use a rasp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you could, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I've seen some people make some pretty crazy router sleds. I know on curves. I mean, that's yeah. another way you could do it. It is, but the time invested. Be a, it's like yeah, but that would be a video in itself. You could do a video just on that whole just jig, jig setup. Yeah, that'd be a long video. And think of the Instagram real opportunities. <laughs> wow, I could make $4 on you that. You could make a solid $4. Oh, that would man. go viral, and you might make 10 Hey, uh, I've had two reels go nuts lately, and it, it's the same two reels. It's me scraping my glue across, oh, <laughs> across my Formica. This is the problem. They went crazy. Okay, it's, yeah, that's what's so stupid. I, I played right into it. I was like, I'm going to do this just for the reels. Yeah. And they went bananas. And anything else I post, nothing. We're nothing. appealing to the least common denominator with this bullshit, and it just drives me nuts that yeah, write you, that that you yeah, have to uh, make these ridiculously stupid reels just so they do well. And yeah, I mean, you know, like a threaded insert. I mean, well, that's so stupid. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, scraping glue. Uh, scraping that's what people glue. want. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm sure I think if it's I at, took some of this footage like of me burning this sapile with the torch, I mean, I got some close-up shots of charring it up. I'm sure it would do amazing, but I don't care. Oh, yeah. I bet it would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the amount of... It's so ridiculous. It's dumb. Yeah, and now Facebook is dead, so game over. It's all dead, though. Aren't views just oh, down it's unbelievable. across the board on everything? Like, nobody's watching anything right now. Everybody's outside. I yeah, can't. my YouTube views are down. But I also so, feel yeah. with Facebook and the Instagram reels, because since they just opened it up to almost everybody now, I feel like, that uh, they're not pushing them as much because the pool of people is so much larger. That like before when, yeah. they, when it was, especially on Facebook, when we had less people in this bonus program, they were helping to push those reels to people to try to get the program to grow. And now that there's so many more people and they're like, yeah, we don't have to do anything. And we're going to pay yeah. you a third, third of the amount and we're not going to push any videos. Yeah. So you're not going to make any money anyway. Goodbye. Well, I got that email saying that, oh, you're eligible for Facebook reels now. And I was super excited because you were doing it and making good yeah. money. And then I talked to you and a couple other people and they're like, it's dead. You're not making <laughs> any money now. I didn't even... I didn't even do it. And now there's all <laughs> these like challenges that you have to like if you get five videos over 10,000 you make another 20 bucks and this so it's all these levels that you have to get to but you know if you can if you can get levels, those views Jerry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little I'm a little that's why I started focusing on YouTube again. So, you know. I'm back, baby. Maybe. Yeah, back. Not really. It's the place to be. YouTube yep. always treats you right. <laughs> Jason, did you did you do your skull ad? Your skull yeah. bliss ad was it, it was in my uh, last video. All right. Did what? <laughs> so 
they said, you know, let us know what skull you want. And this is all. (laughs) Sounds so weird. (laughs) Sounds horrible. So my sister-in-law is ultimately going to get this. And I was like, just pick two of them just in case, you know, they don't have one in stock. So she sends me the first one. It's like two grand for this thing. And then she gives me another one. It's like, all right. So I sent them both. I'm like, either this one or that one. They're like, all right, here's your tracking number for both skulls. Like they're sending, like, give me the cash for these things. I don't care about them. $3,000 worth of skulls. They're not costing them two grand. I mean, it costs them $10. They get the skull for free from the Balinese agricultural industry because they're going to throw the cow heads away anyway. So it's just the labor into cleaning them up and carving them out. Yeah. But these ones that she picked were pretty ornate. Like the horns are all colored and the faces all carved and but yeah they're paying these guys 20 cents a day so i bet you the shipping costs more dhl shipping from bali to new jersey has (laughs) got to be outrageous it was funny because i forgot that this thing was coming how big is that box it's got well and dhl shows up and i was like what is that well there's another part of this story i was on the internet (laughs) late I was on the internet late the other night and I was looking at whiskey and E.H. Taylor small batch is impossible to find right now. And if you can find it, it's like $350 a bottle. And I saw this website selling it for $62 a bottle. And I was like, no freaking way. So I I immediately got on the website, added it to cart checked out and immediately got a text message from my bank saying that it was a fraud notification. <laughs> <laughs> but the money wasn't returned to my card. And so part of me was like, maybe this isn't a fraud. Maybe they're really going to send me a bottle. I got a tracking number. It was from China. And that's when I was like, eh, why is E.H. Taylor coming from China? <laughs> it is not. So I was thinking... Man, it'd be awesome if it showed up. So then DHL pulls into my driveway like a week later, and I'm like, maybe it's my bottle of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) And the driver pulls out this huge wooden crate. I mean, it (gasps) practically said fragile on the side of it. It (laughs) It was like all wood and nailed together. And I was like... Did they send me a case of whiskey? Like, what? <laughs> this is the biggest getting... bottle ever. They sent you E.H. Taylor himself. <laughs> and I I had to pry, I had to unscrew the whole top of the crate and open it all up. And I'm opening it up. And that, then it's just full of bubble wrap and paper. And I'm digging through there. And I hit something hard. I'm like, what is this? And then it clicked. Oh, this is a giant cow skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm going to be getting two crates like like Acme from the Roadrunner when he orders a rocket ship. Yep. Like, oh. Yeah, they're going to be two they're, anvils. They're pretty big. Pretty and then, big then I have to turn around and ship them to my sister-in-law in North Carolina. <laughs> well, you might, yeah. I wouldn't unpackage them because there's no Well, I do have to show one in the video. Again. Oh, that's true. Well, are yeah. you sending both of them to her? Yeah, I don't want either of them. You don't want one above <laughs> the mantle? Well, that's where it's going to go for the video. I am going to put it right above the mantle. You're going to put it up there and Lindsay's going to be like, you know what? I kind of like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. I mean, I will oh, say man. they do a really good job cleaning it up. I didn't see any brain matter on mine or anything. Do what? I lost you there. I said I didn't see any brain matter on mine or anything. Oh, that's good. It was I'm sure the cats will love it. Yeah. Clean skull. 
Yeah. Clean, good, clean skull. Skull was clean. You're like a bald again. Uh, Yeah, so I can't wait for those to show up. It was funny filming that ad though and being like, "This video is sponsored by Skull Bliss." (laughs) And and all the uh, the parameters they send you, like it has to like they want like all these hashtags used in your description. I mean, in the you know, your keyword searches and all this other garbage. Like pages oh, really? and stuff. I didn't do it. Are you posting it where? On Instagram? YouTube. YouTube. Okay. I didn't put any of that on there. Yeah. You don't read that stuff, I know. I didn't. <laughs> and I mean, I sent it off for approval and they didn't say anything, so. Literally, oh, this guy's, he doesn't care. Yeah, I don't know. If it I mean, they pay well. They must be doing good if they're selling yeah, that many Yeah, I guess. Or they're out of business tomorrow. Mm. Maybe. Mm. They sent, with mine, they sent this giant metal stand to hook it on so that you could, like, put it on your coffee table or something. (laughs) Yeah, on your console table. (laughs) I know. I ordered the uh, wooden backer frames, like, when you would, um, so you can mount it it to the wood. Came with one of those and with the metal stand. It came with both. All right. So... Yeah, maybe I'll yeah, maybe, uh, I, maybe if I put a magnet on that, I'll put it on the front of my F one fifty, like Boss Hog. Oh, do that. That's what I said <laughs> in that. my ad spot. Oh, you did. <laughs> I said you can hang these on your shop wall, on the wall in your house. You can put it on the grill of your truck. Yeah. That would be funny if I. All right, so I hang it over the mantle, but then like that, I'm like you can, ha-, and then I I hang one in the shop. I have it there, and then I hang one in the bathroom. I have it, so I just keep moving it around in every yeah. room in my shop. I mean, in my house. I'm like, yeah, Do I have it. one over here. I got one over here. I got one over here. Mm. I'll hang it on the outside of the garage outside the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put one on, on your my mailbox. Na- my neighbor's front door. <laughs> hang it on the front of your fridge. <laughs> These things are like... Open the door. <laughs> and the, they're like, the horn they're like cracks six off. feet wide. I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's going to be a problem. My fireplace isn't that wide. Well, the horns come disassembled. You have to put the horns on. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'll just like, what do you just CA glue them on? No, they're just like friction fit. There's just these big <laughs> nubs and then the horns are hollow and they just kind of slide on there. Wow. wow. So I guess that's how cows keep them on. Yeah. If you go pull on a cow horn, it just pops off. They're just full of, full of bourbon. They take them off, take a swig and put it back on. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a, a and a munitions horn from the. That's right. Eighteen hundreds. E. H. Taylor horns. What? Did you guys see my? Um, speaking of things from long ago, did you see my latest acquisition? Oh yeah, my um, Harley Davidson. Yeah, your so, Elvis Presley mobile. So it's funny because uh, when I grew up playing golf, like on the golf course all the time, so everyone. A lot of guys owned their own carts back then, but there was only one guy, John Starkey, that owned a three-wheel golf cart. And the, the steering wheel is like basically a metal bar, like right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, that's what this one, it's a Harley Davidson. I know, Davidson. that's when I, I saw it. I was like, oh, I had all these flashbacks as a kid. Because one of my worst memories on the golf course was, this was before I was playing, but my dad would bring me out on the course with him. And I was sitting in this guy's cart and everybody's on the putting green and, you know, you got to be quiet and I was like, I wonder what the gas pedal does if you press it. And I pressed it, and the motor, it's not like an electric, it was gas. So it 
like yeah. made this startup sound like you're starting an engine and everybody looked at me and my father was so mad so that, <laughs> well that, it's a it's a legit harley engine in there yeah so. no harley made those that's yeah. wild this is the what, type of what employee, year is yours? this like is the type r- of employee craig is though because we weren't looking for a golf cart he just texted <laughs> me that link one night and he's like hey Found this on Facebook Marketplace. We have to get this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, it's only three hours away. So we drove three hours and picked this thing up from a guy who's got a compound way up in the woods. <laughs> oh. oh, drove boy. out the middle of nowhere, then loaded it up. It's a 1973. <gasps> wow, that was awesome. Yeah, and how much was it? Yeah. Um, he was asking a thousand for it, but then okay. me and Craig kind of played Beat off of each other. We started pretending like we were going to restore it back to its former glory and talking about all the work it needed. And I was going to pay a thousand, but we got him down to 800. Uh, That's not bad. They say we paid him 50 bucks. And then the funny thing was I was going to take my trailer down there to pick it up because my trailer's got the fold down ramp in the back and it would fit in there, just drive it up. No problem. But my trailer is parked next to my shop and we use it to just put all the cardboard in. And then once every few months, we'll take it to the recycling center and unload all the cardboard. And it's at maximum capacity of cardboard (laughs) right now. So I was like, we're going to hook up the trailer. We're going to go to the recycling center, empty it out, and then we'll roll down to Grant's Pass to get this thing. We pull up to the recycling center and that's when it hit me. It's Memorial Day. Whoops. So the recycling center was closed. So then I was like, dang, we're not going to be able to get this. But I called a buddy of mine and he didn't have a trailer, but he had ramps for the back of my truck to like get it up in the back three, of the truck. Three, three of them, hopefully. He had three of them. Yeah. Oh, he had three thank of goodness. Them. <laughs> so I was like, I think we can get this in there, but it's going to be a little sketchy. So we roll down there with just my truck. We put up the ramps. We managed to push this thing up in there, making sure all three wheels stayed on the ramps at the same time, which is hard because it's hard yeah. to see that middle wheel. Mm. Oh, yeah. Know whether or not it's popping off. So we get it in the back of the truck. We're driving home. By the time we get home, it's like 1230 in the morning. <gasps> and it's dark. And I'm thinking, man, I don't want to leave this in my truck, but I don't want to try and pull this out of my truck down those ramps in the middle of the night without being able to see what we're doing. <laughs> So we're driving towards my house. We're about half mile from my house and we're passing this uh, big warehouse. It's like an industrial factory. And I realized the gate to the front of the warehouse is open. It's not locked. And they have a <laughs> they have a loading dock out front. Oh, with I see a, where this is going. With a ramp on the side. And I'm like, this is perfect. We're just pulling here, put my tailgate down, wheel it onto the loading dock, and then I'll just drive it the half mile home. <laughs> Does it run? (laughs) Yeah, of course it runs. Really? So we pull in there. (laughs) The whole time I'm thinking a security guard or a cop is going to show up and think we're stealing this thing when really we're just unloading it. We unload it and then I go flying down this pretty main road at 1230 (laughs) in the morning on this three-wheeled golf cart. And I get it up to full speed and it starts smoking. There's like smoke billowing everywhere. I'm just cruising down the road. So I finally got it home come to find out i don't think it's a two-stroke i don't think he had the right mix of gas in there i think that's why it was smoking so bad so i took the gas tank off completely cleaned it out redid the mix i switched out the fuel filter 
that was the fuel filter was black as all get out and one of the connection <laughs> ends was pinched off so it wasn't getting much fuel through there changed out the air filter put a new spark plug in and it's running pretty good a now. spark Not plug so, <laughs> so it's Not a it's a two-stroke uh yeah it's a two-stroke wow yeah i bet that sounds amazing <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait to drive that <laughs> Yeah, I think there's an alternator issue right now, though, because it's not wanting to charge up the battery. So I got a little trickle charger on there. You still uh, got to be yeah. ginger with it. I'm going to do some work on the engine, but it'll become something awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, it just reminds me of the Reliant Robin, the three wheel. Oh, yeah. He's going to tip over on its side. Yep. Don't turn too hard. Yep. Did you ever watch Mr. Bean? Yeah. yeah. In like every episode of Mr. Bean, at some point he cuts off the three-wheeled car and it like tips over on the <laughs> two wheels and goes into a ditch. Yep. Just like a random thing that happens to be in every episode. It's funny. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean. All well, right. fellas, should we go answer our load of Patreon questions over in the after show? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Wow. Why don't you thank our uh, a lot of top words. tier patrons before of we go. Speaking of patrons, I wanted to thank our returning top tier patrons. And if you want to be on this list, you just go to patreon.com slash shop sounds. You sign up and then you can follow us over to the after show and we'll answer your questions. But our returning top tier patrons are Jacob at You Should See What I Saw, Dev Salas, Glug Glug That Hot Epoxy, Mike Leiden, Scott Holland at Elevated Wood Design, Patrick Campo, Tim Bumgardner at Eisenbaum STL, not Eisenbaum, Eisen. <laughs> yep. There's a correction on there, so I pronounce it right. Uh, Jordan at Rustic Creations, Eric Spensley, Spensley Design Code, Derek Jennings at Pecan Tree Design, Adam McKeon. Aaron Gregerson, Ricky Harkins, Alan Dranberg, Nolan Russell, Robert Fisher, Nicole Lobby, Jeff Noel at GHIJKMNOP63, Andreas Wenmir at Jurassic.cc. He's from Sweden. Yono Reich. It's hmm. pronounced Yono, in case you wanted to know. At Yono28. <laughs> uh, ben Fuller at August underscore trails underscore designs. And Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Woodworks with an X, Michael Olson at m.j.olson2181, and Nick Leonard, our boy at Stated Woods Co. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it. And with that, I'm going to hop in the three wheeled Harley and Ooh. drive over to the after show. Smoke your way <laughs> over to the, the after show. That's right. I'll come pick you guys up. Oh, right. yeah. I call shotgun. All right. Is there even room for three abreast, it's, three across? Oh, it, yeah, you can sit on the back. You can straddle the console, or you can ride in the back. It's got like a full pickup truck bed in the back. The, uh, yeah. the golf bags <laughs> sit at an angle in this, so they're angled sticking out the back. They don't sit like a normal golf cart. So yeah. they're like, you put two golf bags in there, it's like rocket boosters. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put, put some nitrous bottle in this in thing the back. so it's yeah. like super fast. For sure. I know you got plants, I'm sure. Yeah, I got sweet. All right. Well, let's right. rock it over to the after show. To the after show we go. Underlay. We'll see ya. See ya. I love you.